Amen. We are so honored today to have Brother and Sister Andrew Curry from Tulsa, Oklahoma in service with us and their beautiful little girl, Annie. Now, I'm just going to warn you. You, you, you take very many looks at her and, and those eyes, those eyes. Um, all I can say is daddy better get a big gun in just a few years. You better get a big gun in a few years. And uh, it doesn't take long and she can just melt you right down. But we are so thrilled to have them. They are from Bishop Howard's church, uh, Tulsa Lighthouse in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, we are... We are truly honored that they have come to be with us on this Easter Sunday. And I want him today to just take his liberty. I want him to preach what's on his heart. And uh, I really, I don't want you to be worried about anything, brother. I mean that you're going to find people that love preaching at the Truth Church. And uh, people who love young preachers at the Truth Church. We are thrilled that you and your family are here. I want you to come and take your liberty today. You preach what God has given you. God bless you. Amen. Bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. One more time, can we lift our hands into the house of the Lord right now? Can we worship him together? His presence is so real in this place today. Can we give him some love? Can we honor him today? We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are worthy. You are holy. That's it. Let's take this just a little bit further right now. God, we worship you. We praise you. We adore you, Savior. You are worthy. You are wonderful. You are holy. We thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. It's good to be here with you all today. We are honored to be here and to be with Elder Riggin and Sister Riggin, Lord bless y'all. Thank you so much for the hospitality, thank you for allowing us to come, and for being so kind to my family and I. We really appreciate it, and for spending time with us, we really, really appreciate it. And thank you to this church for having us. Lord bless each and every one of you. also want to give honor to Brother Hilton. Lord bless you. Very thankful for God putting this man in my life to help me and my family out this time. And... Very honored um, to be a part and uh, give honor to the ministry here today. Amen. I really feel like the Lord wants to do something special. We show up to the house of the Lord. We feel his presence and there's always a reason for it. He shows up to do something specific. God has a plan for each and every one of us here today. And I just want to be a help to the people of the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. Without further preliminary remarks, I do want to turn uh, to the word of the Lord, Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, one verse in scripture, verse 17. While you're turning there, I do want to give honor to my family. Glad that they could make this trip with me and uh, would rather do it with them than without them. They are a huge blessing. also want to give Honor to my pastor, Pastor Howard. I love that man very, very much. Praise the name of the Lord. Luke 5, verse number 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. 
And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That's what I want to preach about just for the next few minutes. The power of the Lord is present. The power of the Lord is presence. One more time, could you lay down your Bibles? Could we pray that the will of God would be accomplished in this house today? God, we need you. We need your help. We need your anointing. We need your strength today. God, we can't have church without you. I pray your anointing to fill this house. Anoint my lips of clay today. Anoint my heart. Anoint the hearers of your word today. Let your word find a lodging place in our heart. Help us to respond to what you desire to do, God. And confirm your word at the remainder of this service. Can you give the Lord a hand clap of praise together? Oh, I love you, Jesus. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You can be seated. Every time that we come together in the house of the Lord, specifically in an apostolic church service, uh, I believe that the power of the Lord is present to work. In this day and hour that we are living in, we cannot afford to miss one opportunity in the presence of the Lord. It doesn't matter what the service is. It could be a Sunday morning, a Sunday night, or maybe a uh, a, a service just with prayer meeting with the church family but the Lord desires to work no matter what and no matter when when his people come together it's for a purpose and it's for a specific plan who knows it might be that specific service that you're in that you receive the answer that you've been looking for you might be receiving the miracle just a few moments later in that specific service but we cannot afford to miss one opportunity amen i'm reminded in luke chapter 4 and 18 Jesus begins to read from the book of Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I am come today to declare that he's still doing the same work. He's still sending men to preach the gospel. He's still healing the brokenhearted. He's still delivering the captives. He's recovering sight to the blind, whether it's spiritual or physical. My God is able to do anything praise the name of the Lord hallelujah you can be seated after reading this scripture in the synagogue we find that Jesus began to teach and all that were there were astonished at his doctrine 
and the power behind the words that he said. He began to do exactly as he read in the synagogue. That prophecy began to come to pass. He began to deliver and to heal. I think it's incredible many times in scripture the word of the Lord says that he healed them all. It was all manner of disease. It didn't matter what the situation was. The Bible was clear and said all sickness. He touched and healed them all. Matthew 4 and 24, and his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick that were taken with divers disease and torments uh, and those which were possessed with devils uh, and those that were lunatic uh, and those that had the palsy and he healed them. It didn't say he just healed one of them, one of those that were sick. They brought all of them to him and they healed them. Matthew 12 and 15. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Luke 4 and 40, now when the sun was setting and all they that were sick with divers diseases brought them unto him and he laid hands on them, every one of them, and healed them. The last one, Luke 6 and 19, and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. I am here yet again to declare that his power has not changed. What he did before, he can do again. And he can do it in this place this morning. He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. It doesn't matter what sickness you might have come with. It doesn't matter any infirmity, any affliction. It doesn't matter your past or what you've brought with you. My God is able and he's willing to meet you in this place today. He's willing to give you exactly what your soul is longing for. Can we worship the Lord together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Bear with me one moment. You could be seated. Praise the name of the Lord. You talk about miracles, healing them all. What an incredible statement. What an incredible time to be living. We find that towards the end of the ministry of Jesus, before he was crucified, he was talking with his disciples in John 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. And the Father, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything, he says it again, in my name, I will do it anything I really feel like somebody can leave this place this morning with their healing I really feel that today when the power of the Lord is present reach out because he wants to work in your life 
Praise the name of the Lord. You might be listening online. You might be listening in this place today. But power can flow into your situation. And you can receive your healing. Reach out and get a hold of the Lord today. Praise the name of the Lord. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. The disciples looked at a blind man one day in the ministry of Jesus Christ. And they wondered, what has caused this man to be blind? What sin has befallen this man? Was it the sin of him or was it the sin of his mother and his father? But Jesus responded when said, it's not them, it's not the sin, but that the Father can receive glory out of this situation. You might have wondered, why am I going through what I'm going through today? But I believe before we leave today that God can receive glory out of the miracle. God can receive glory out of intervening and stepping into your life. Praise the name of the Lord. Your testimony is going to be told of others. And testimonies bring forth more testimonies. God's in this place to do it. Let's let it happen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. So many came to Jesus because they heard about what he was doing. He healed many of leprosy. He healed of blindness. He delivered so-and-so's son. He did it for them, and he can do it for you. This is how the fame of Jesus was spread abroad. He touched one and they went into another city and told what had happened and God began to work and many more multitudes began to seek after Jesus. There's no telling what can happen with one miracle. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. There's no telling what can happen. You might be here and the doctor might have given you a bad report, but God can receive glory out of that situation. Hallelujah. I keep feeling healing. It's been on my mind and on my heart for a couple weeks now. I believe God wants to show himself strong. I believe God wants to show himself strong in this place today. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. It seems that there were three groups during the ministry of Jesus Christ. There were the ones that touched him and desired to follow him. There were those that were just intrigued by him, but they didn't necessarily choose to follow or believe. And then there were those that despised and hated him. We read even after all that Jesus had done, he was was betrayed, captured, falsely accused, and we know that he was sentenced to crucifixion. Isaiah would prophesy He is despised and rejected of man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. 
He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. They crucified the man that healed all manner of disease and sickness. No doubt hell rejoiced at what had just taken place. Maybe they just believed that God's power had just been conquered. God's reign was over. It was said and done when he said it is finished. But that's not the case today. Thank God for the third day. We know that Jesus said that he would rise again on the third day. And it happened. We're here. We're celebrating what's called Easter the, re- the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, what a beautiful day that is uh, where we remember the price that God paid uh, on Calvary for you and I uh, and for him raising himself from the dead. Uh, but the story doesn't stop just uh, at the resurrection today. Uh, hallelujah. Before he ascended into heaven, He told his disciples and those that were there, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Because that same living God was going to send a comforter, which is his spirit to live inside of them. John 14 and 16. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you I will not leave you comfortless I will come to you then he dropped down verse 26 but the comforter he defines what the comforter is which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance whatever so whatsoever I have said unto you <laughs> and when the day of Pentecost was fully come They were all in one accord. They were in Jerusalem. They were tearing what the Lord had said. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. And they were all. (laughs) I like that word. We've been talking about they were all healed and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. (laughs) That's what the Bible says. That's what Acts chapter 2 says. I was talking to a man just the other day, ice cream. (laughs) We were at a Brahms, it's close to our house. We got a special budget for ice cream. Uh, I was talking to this man, and he was was a veteran. And unfortunately, he couldn't move very well. He came and sat right next to us. And that little girl's a conversation starter, let me tell you. He looked at her, oh, she's so cute. So we start having a conversation. We start, he, he kind of alluded to the Lord and talked about some of his other things. So I was just curious want to know what his thoughts are so I said hey are you going to church around here because I know he had mentioned it 
He said, yeah, I go such and so, and this is where I go. He said, what about you? I said, well, we go to Tulsa Lighthouse Church. It's right across Tulsa Hill, 71st and Union. He said, okay. What denomination are you? I said, well, we're apostolic. He said, oh. He had a bad taste. He had an experience. He said, I just, I can't deal. I can't deal with the tongues. I can't deal with the laying on of hands. But as Bishop Riggins said earlier, it's in the Word of God. It's right here in His Word. And I felt sorry because I wanted Him to be saved. But this is where the power is. I don't want to go to a church service just to feel good. I want to show up to church where the power is. Where I can go to an old-fashioned altar and I can repent of my sins and ask God to forgive me. And His power starts to work. And His power begins to forgive. It doesn't matter where you're at today. It doesn't matter your past. It's not too ugly. It's not too bad for God to intervene in your situation. There's no more guilt. It's a clean feeling. It's not an awesome feeling like a drug can do, because that's not awesome. It's a, it's, a, it's a special anointing. It's a special feeling that only you can try for yourself and see what we're talking about. Praise the name of the Lord. No more shame. No more guilt. <laughs> the initial 120. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. But then this drew a crowd because they were all filled. People started coming up from every direction. What's going on? This is a weird sight. I'm hearing people talk about uh, in, in languages that I know, but these are not learned men. And they began to wonder, what is going on? Are these men drunk? But Peter began to stand up with the eleven. And said, no, these men are not drunk as you supposed. But this is the third hour of the day. And Peter, anointed by God, began to preach to them what they had done. You've crucified the Savior. You crucified the one and living, true living God. They began to be pricked in their, in their heart. And they asked they asked Peter and the eleven, what shall we do? In other words, what do we, what do we gotta do to be saved? He began to say, repent. Turn away from the things that you've been doing. Turn away from the things that you know isn't right with God and turn to Him. Forgiveness is there if you would but yet confess your sins. He is faithful and just to cleanse us from all iniquity. But you've got to ask it. The only unpardonable sin that we find is the one that you do not ask forgiveness of. How can God forgive you of something that you never ask for. When you begin to pray, God will prompt things to your remembrance. I don't like, I don't like that thing. God forgive me of it because I want to be clean. God forgive me of help me to turn away because I want to be pleasing to you. That's how God decides to work. 
Hallelujah. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ was the second thing that Peter began to tell them. It matters how we're baptized. It matters the name that is called upon us because neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Praise the name of the Lord. It has to be in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. You can search all throughout Acts and you can find that they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive. They were all filled and you shout, there's no question about it. When we align with the word of God and when we align with what his will is, he shall perform it. He shall do it. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Praise the name of the Lord. You shall receive power to overcome addiction. You shall receive power to live above sin. You can be free. You can be liberated. Can you say amen? amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Can we worship him together right now? Praise the name of the Lord. That's it. Can we love the Lord together? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's feel after the presence of the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We see this power exercised by Peter and John while they were going to the house of prayer in Acts chapter 3. A man was sitting there at the gate called Beautiful. He was a lame man. It seems that everybody knew who this man was. They saw him on a regular basis. Someone always had to drop this man off uh, to ask alms of the people going into the temple. But that day, he looked on Peter and John, the ones that were filled with the Holy Ghost uh, and with power. They didn't have money, but they had something greater that this man needed than money. Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the hand and his ankle bones began to receive strength. He jumped and he shouted and he praised God throughout all of that area. People began to look. I know who that is. He was lame. But now he is rejoicing. He's leaping for joy in the house of God. A greater wave of revival took forth after that miracle. I'm telling you the power of God is in this place today, right now. Who knows what that miracle is going to do? Who knows? Hmm. <laughs> in the name of Jesus I believe God wants to do it so strongly in this place today can we feel after the Lord right now 
I don't want to rush his presence right now. Can we feel after his touch right now? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, have your way. In Jesus' name. Glory to your name. I won't be much longer. In our scripture text, it said the power of the Lord was present to heal them. This lets us know that there were needs in that place. But as we read further on in scripture, the people that were described, the Pharisees and the doctors of the law, we don't read where any of them received what they needed. The power of the Lord was present to heal them, but there was four men that had a friend that needed an encounter with Jesus. The house was packed out. Their friend was on a bed. He could not walk. How do I get to Jesus? What can I do to get my friend to his presence? So they climbed up on a roof and they began tearing off the roof. So they could let this man down. They did something that nobody else would do. You know sometimes when we really need something from God. It requires stepping out of a comfort zone. When you really need a miracle. I've tried it before. Step out again. Because God's here to meet your need. Praise the name of the Lord. Because of their faith Jesus said, thy sins be forgiven you to this man. Those that were around him were upset. Who is this man to forgive sins? Nobody can forgive sins but God. But God robed in flesh had the power to forgive sins and to heal. I just wonder how many people left that place with the question, what if? What if I had stepped out like those other four men did? Could I have gotten my healing? What would have happened if I would have obeyed the word and stepped out in that church service or obeyed what I was feeling and stepped out? What would have happened? I don't want to leave this place today, Easter Sunday of 2022, with the question, what if? Would you stand with me? Musicians, you can help me. Can we pray one more time, church? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name, that's it. Let's just entertain his presence right now. We go just a little bit further, just for a moment, church. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There were needs in that place. There were needs of healing. There were needs of deliverance. There were questions that those men and women had probably had in their mind for many, many years. And the power of the Lord was present 
on that certain day, the Bible says. That opportunity for them to get exactly what they'd been longing for. To get exactly what they had desired with all their heart for many, many years. But the one that got what they needed was the one that stepped out of their comfort zone and said, I don't care what it might look like. I don't care if I have to walk down an aisle. I don't care if it just looks odd to me. But I want what the Lord is calling me to get today. I want what this man has preached about. I believe the power of the Lord is here to meet my need. We felt his presence so strongly throughout this entire service. During prayer, the anointing was here. During worship, you could feel it. And we feel it even right now. But it's time to respond to what the Lord desires to do today. I'm opening these altars today for somebody to present their need. Whatever it might be. He said, I'm here to heal. I'm here to save. I'm here to deliver. Our God is able to minister in this area over here and bring healing and bring salvation in a different area. He's not limited to one person and he's not a respecter of a person. He's done it for me. He can do it for you. He's done it for others. He desires to do it for you in the name of Jesus. Let's pray one more time. If you need something from God, these altars are open today. The Savior is calling. The Savior is calling. Whatever you need from Him, He's here to do a work. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't be afraid to step out. When you step out, God is going to meet you. When you step out and make known your need to Him, He's able to intervene. He's able to give you strength. He's able to encourage you. Whatever you need from God, it's in this place today. I don't want to leave saying what if today. I want everything God has in store. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus name. In Jesus name. I believe your Savior. I believe your Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe God's still working. God's still drawing. God's still calling right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's here to help us. He's here to help us right now. Just reach out to Him in His presence. Hallelujah, Jesus.